Hello, friends. I am obsessed with thrifting. Okay, obsessed is a strong word. Yep, I am obsessed with thrifting. I, uh, with the exception of like underwear and socks, I have not bought myself any new clothes um, in about eight years. I think there probably are a couple exceptions here or there. A new pair of shoes. I think I got one new pair of leggings um, last winter, and I got one new pair of leggings this winter. Okay, so see? See, even that. There's an asterisk after that. But if we're talking eight years worth of clothing purchases, 99% of that has been thrifted. This is the episode for anyone who maybe wants to thrift for any reason, financial reasons, who uh, wants to for environmental reasons. This episode is not sponsored by any of the businesses or websites that I'm going to mention or recommend. I just, I really just am passionate about this. I derive so much joy in this. And for those who know me, in person, in the, in not the pod life, but the, the 3D life. I am a person who kind of transforms herself pretty regularly. And little tangent on this, my Pluto is in my first house in Scorpio. So this can mean nothing to you. If you want to like skip ahead four minutes, go ahead. We'll get into the nitty gritty of thrifting and all of the lovely, wonderful ways that that can be enjoyed. And I'll leave a couple hot takes and a couple hot tips. Uh, but for those of you interested in the astrology of moi birth chart, I am a Scorpio rising. Uh, the first house in astrology is the house that represents like self-identity and very much how one presents themselves. So not just inner identity, but also kind of how that shows up again in the 3D world. Pluto is a planet that is all about transformation. It is the planet that often kind of sits in our birth chart in an area where we will transform rapidly or regularly. So if you have a Pluto placement in your first house, then you are probably a person who, like me, is just kind of frequently updating their look. This can be the people who, like, every time they go to the hair salon and dye their hair, they like to dye it a different color. Um, Or the kind of person who, very much like me, kind of goes through these, like, phases of aesthetics and is constantly, like, building, rebuilding, editing, tweaking their look, their presentation, their vibe. There's so many different ways that this can manifest itself. So, all of this is to say that it's not like I've just thrifted a couple items here or there and they've happened to last me for many, many years. This is to say that I am always editing readjusting the clothes that I wear 
how I present myself and therefore thrifting is something I do fairly often. Certainly not all the time because I don't think that's sustainable either, but probably more frequently than the average person. I didn't used to thrift all the time. In fact, I used to buy clothes new from fast fashion. I was often really discouraged with the quality of the clothes, but they were cheap. So it was kind of like, well, you get what you pay for kind of a thing. And then when I was around the age of 17 and 18, I personally had a really big kind of lifestyle shift where I wanted to move away from anything that wasn't from the planet. So I began to want to move away from polyester clothing. I completely changed what shampoos and body washes I would use. And I began to buy food. Um, I mean, it was 17, 18, so I still lived at home, but began to, you know, request food, buy food, buy snacks, for example, that had less preservatives or no preservatives, no artificial color. So there was kind of this shift for me where I thought, huh, I don't think I want the artificial plasticky things anymore. I don't want the microbeads in my exfoliating face wash. I don't want the dyes in my food. And I don't want the plastics in my fabric of my clothing um, or in my bed sheets, those kinds of things. And so it was a gradual shift, but that's definitely when it started. I have always had sensitive skin, so I feel like it was inevitable that eventually the more natural route, at least for skincare and makeup, was going to catch up with me, but it just happened to impact a lot of different areas of my life kind of around the same time, and it's only grown from there. So over, you know, from the age of 18 to like where I am now, now I'm a person who, again, with some exceptions here and there, really never buys clothing new. And uh, even doesn't buy any furniture new, all the furniture in my home with the exception of, again, there's always exceptions, but like 99% of the furniture in my home is also secondhand. The one exception would be our mattress, our bed mattress, um, which you cannot buy secondhand in, um, at least in the state where I live. I don't know if that's a national thing or not, but it's considered a safety thing. Kind of like you aren't supposed to buy car seats secondhand and, you know, it's like a health hazard sort of thing. At least that's my understanding. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but let's talk thrifting. For whatever reason, if you are interested in thrifting, if you are interested in maybe having a bit more fluidity around what you wear or how you present yourself and you're wanting to do it in this affordable and eco-conscious way. Here are my hot takes and tips that I hope serve you. First and foremost, notice what you love to wear and build a shopping list from there. So what I love to wear kind of changes, like again, pretty seasonally. However, there are really kind of clear patterns in what I wear. I, for example, noticed after um, a couple trial and error runs, I 
really only prefer to wear pants that are high-waisted or higher-waisted. This lets me know that when I need a new pair of jeans or when I'm looking for a new pair of yoga pants, that I really want to buy ones that are high-waisted. Just as one example. A really great place to start is to notice what clothes are your favorite. Like what are the clothes where as soon as they're washed, they're the ones you're pulling back out to wear, like your core favorites, and see if you can figure out maybe what they have in common. Um, My core favorite articles of clothing are all fairly loose. I like things that are really flowy or stretchy that don't feel in any way constricting on my body. I also learned over time that I really prefer linen. I love linen tops and pants. Linen had a hot moment this summer. I'm so excited about it. We'll circle back to that in a moment. Um, So, but look at those couple favorite things that you just adore and maybe see, do they share some colors? Do they share some materials? Is there kind of a fit or style that you associate with these favorite items? And then when you're ready to thrift for something new, you kind of have a baseline. You're like, oh, I know that if I buy um, this pair of pants that I'm probably not going to wear them as much because they aren't one of these main colors that I tend to wear. Little side note on that, if you do find something thrifted and you really love everything about it except the color, it may still be worth purchasing and then dyeing. It's not very difficult to dye your own clothing, especially if you're willing to use like a synthetic dye like RIT dye. That's what I use. There is some evidence that it's worth dyeing clothing if it means that clothing is going to be worn for an extended period of time from a sustainability standpoint, meaning from an eco-conscious standpoint, even though dye is not an eco-conscious product, if it's extending the life of a single garment, it actually is still like ecologically beneficial. I hope that made sense. If there was a giant equation Dye is worth being a part of that equation for the longevity of the article of clothing. All right, I'm not going to say it anymore, but dye is great. And I've dyed a lot of things uh, by favorite colors, which tend to be pinks and oranges, and then kind of where those colors overlap, like peachy colors and corally colors. Those are my absolute favorite. You can also get things like black dye, and you can dye for example, a shirt that you really like, but is really faded. So if any of those, like especially um, black and sometimes like grays or navy blues, some of those darker neutral colors, they tend to uh, get refreshed really nicely with a single dye application. So that's something else to keep in mind too, as you wear and love and kind of wear into pieces over time. Okay. So start with the foundations of what you already know and love. Know that if you find something that you deeply love, you can probably dye it. And also some hot tips are consider shopping out of season. 
I like to use this one specifically if I'm having trouble finding something thrifted. Some of us are from small towns, small cities. Our thrift stores are hit or miss. Maybe you only live near one thrift store, or maybe you're kind of removed from any thrift stores. Maybe you're in a large city, and so the thrift stores actually are still kind of expensive, or they tend to function more like vintage stores, which may not fit your style or aesthetic. Whatever the reason, if you're having trouble thrifting something, consider buying out-of-season. Out-of-season clothing tends to go on sale, tends to be more affordable. Um, I've done this for things like a winter jacket. When I really needed a new winter jacket and I was struggling so much to find one that fit all of the things I wanted, right? Like I wanted certain colors and I wanted the jacket to be of a certain material and a certain length. And like, by the time you get that specific, it can be really hard to find in a thrifted setting. So instead, I planned on purchasing my jacket out of season. That being said, (laughs) you can thrift in other places besides thrift stores. So I actually did end up finding a winter coat. I think I had a different winter coat actually like in an online shopping cart and I was just kind of waiting for a moment, kind of, you know, sitting on the purchase decision. But then... My spouse and I went estate sailing, and at this estate sale, there was a fabulous vintage, full-length wool coat that fit me like a glove, and so I bought it secondhand. (laughs) So know that besides thrift stores, estate sales, garage sales, those kinds of places can be helpful also. I do personally sometimes use ThreadUp. I know there's a couple other websites also. I've just had the best luck finding what I've wanted. Again, when I'm wanting something really specific, ThreadUp.com is essentially like a slightly overpriced Goodwill, except they're not really that overpriced because everything that is on their website really is of good quality or brand name, etc. I've also had particular good luck finding shoes secondhand. So prior to kind of the burst of online retail, shoes were something I often didn't thrift just because it was hard to find shoes that weren't completely worn in or that were in my size, et cetera, et cetera. And since places like ThreadUp have existed, I've had better luck finding shoes or again, things like a winter coat secondhand but online. Uh, You can also send your old clothes in to ThreadUp and possibly make a bit of money. So it's kind of like a resale store. And I think resale stores kind of tiptoe this line. Like it's not quite thrifting. It's a little bit more uh, specified or again, like within a certain aesthetic or trend period. So locally, we have like a Plato's Closet, a clothing mentor. I think that's more of a Midwest thing, like Illinois and Minnesota. But there are other resale stores in the area too. And if you're not finding what you're wanting in like a Goodwill, a Salvation Army, a Mission Mart, that kind of place, then it can be worth paying a little bit more to go to your other resale stores. Also, many local resale stores, even if they're chains like Plato's Closet and Clothing Mentor, they're owned by local 
people. So it's still a great option for supporting your own local economy and still not buying something new. Now, in addition to buying things off-season or maybe looking outside of the general scope of thrift stores, maybe some of those resale stores, for example, or vintage stores, like whatever floats your boat, whatever is your fashion vibe. Also know that if there's something you really love that's in stores right now, and if you're willing to wait, you'll probably be able to find that item in thrift stores or like online at a place like ThreadUp after they're out of season. And this is where being true to your own style, really knowing what you love and why and what you gravitate towards, whether it's materials, certain cuts, certain styles, certain eras of clothes, like every time you find yourself going, oh my gosh, I just love that, like make a note, jot it down and then stay true to that because that will be timeless for you, even if it's not timeless for the masses. Example linen, especially linen pants and tops, had a hot moment this summer, like a really hot moment in the summer of 2022. And I was so excited about it. There were so many stores that were carrying like these cute little linen sets Oh, that I would have honestly happily paid like asking retail price for. But I knew that if I waited, I would probably be able to find some in thrift stores next summer. There's a specific set. Again, I'm not sponsored by any of these companies that I'm sharing. I'm just sharing. There's a specific set by Athleta or Athleta, not entirely sure how it's pronounced. That is my favorite coral pinky color. And they have these little linen, like almost like a polo shirt, but it's a little more boxy top and matching linen pants. And I, again, happily would have paid the like $180 that that set was in store. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. I love the color. I love the material. It's kind of like loose and boxy. It is all the things that I so adore in my clothes. And I've already found the pants online on ThreadUp. So if you're willing to wait, it can be worth it. Also, I realized that that linen set, like this bright coral pink linen set of clothes, might look really outdated in like four years. But I've been wearing brightly colored and linen clothes for like the previous four years. So to me, it doesn't feel trendy. It feels timeless and like accurate to who I am and how I present myself. Now, I did say that how I present myself changes frequently. And that's okay. If you're one of those people too, that's fine. Some tips that have helped me are to think of your local thrift stores as a rental unit with a really low fee. So if there's something I'm not feeling in my closet, and I don't know why, like it seems like the kind of thing I would just love, (laughs) but I find that I'm not wearing it. It's taking up space. It's, you know, not beloved. I donate it. Like, no questions asked. It's time for it to go. And if in a year or so I go, oh, man, you know, I really wish I would have held on to that, I'll go to the thrift store and I'll find something similar. It's like a large swirling rental unit. Swirling's not the word I'm looking for. What's the word I'm looking for? Like cycling, cycling through a rental unit with a really, really small, like, fee 
per use. So don't be afraid to donate things. Don't be afraid to let things go. Might as well let other people enjoy them or participate in that kind of style for a while. And if in the future you're like, man, I really, really wish I like had that top again, go to the thrift store. See if you can find something similar. I have gone back to the thrift store before and found the same article of clothing that I donated at the beginning of the summer, at the end of summer, and I've picked it back up again. In the meantime, it didn't sit in my closet all summer and I had space for a different dress or whatever the case may be. All right, I know that's a bit of a hot take, but it did help me to not cling to things as much, to think of them as like, I'm joining this part, I'm joining as a part of this huge recycling program. And in the meantime, whatever I have donated, hopefully is getting loved and enjoyed by somebody else. And it may circle back to me or something similar, may circle back to me or into my style at some point. And I don't have to worry about like losing it. It kind of helps me rewire some of those places in my brain where the scarcity mindset is still present, as it inevitably will be sometimes. Okay, one more tips. So buy out of season. You can probably dye things. Notice what you love. And plan accordingly. Thrifting can get really exhausting and a little bit frustrating if there are those specific items in mind and you are just really not finding them. Or sometimes more frustrating, you're finding them, but not in your size (laughs) or things like that. Just like you can dye clothes, you can change out buttons, you can probably hem a pair of pants or ask your grandma to help you hem a pair of pants if you don't know how. Uh, Shout out to my Aunt Rose who totally hemmed a pair of pants that I impulsively bought at the thrift store and wanted to wear the next day to like a professional (laughs) event. So, um, but plan, plan that it might not always be exciting and that's okay. Going in with a list still is the most sustainable and reasonable and financially viable thing to do, but maybe also plan on getting lunch if you know that you're going to go to several different thrift stores or pack a lunch. I've done this with friends before where we know that we want to hit a couple different thrift stores or resale stores and we have our little lists ready to go and then we've packed a picnic lunch so that when we're, you know, getting grumpy, when we're getting hangry, we can stop, eat, refresh ourselves. My sister and I have specifically like planned our trips around stopping at a coffee shop halfway through or things like that. Also plan accordingly for what you wear. So if you don't want to try on clothes and like have the clothes touching your skin, maybe wear a cami, a camisole or something underneath your clothing. Um, Consider wearing really thin socks if you want to be trying on a bunch of different shoes, if shoes are something that you're looking for. Plan on having hand sanitizer in your car. And bonus points if you plan and bring your own bags so that you're not using any of their plastic bags. There's just a lot of different ways that with a little bit of intention and consciousness, the thrifting process can be really mindful and enjoyable, even if you're not able to find all the things that you hoped you were going to be able to find. Patience really is key with thrifting and keeping yourself well-fed and maybe in good company and hydrated can make a world of difference. So 
if you have a whole day or a whole weekend that you're like dedicating to the sport of thrifting, take care of yourself and don't necessarily um, make exceptions for the clothing that you're looking for. After a while, when you're trying on that like 20th pair of jeans and it's still just not fitting you properly, it can be so tempting to be like, well, these these are like the best ones I've had so far. So like, whatever, I'll just get them. But then if you get them and you bring them home and they weren't really what you wanted in the first place, you're probably not going to wear them or love them. So take care of yourself so that you can avoid any little frustrating mistakes. Keep your aesthetic and your standards strong. And at the end of the day, if you need to stop by a different store to pick up some buttons or some dye, you're still doing great. You're still helping the planet and hopefully helping your wallet too. Whatever your style is or however your style evolves, I do think thrifting as kind of this social movement will continue to catch on and I'm so excited to see where it leads you and where it leads us.